0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome, dear friends, to pointing to the Saviour of the world on this third Sunday of Lent, year B. Today's readings from Holy Scripture teach us that Lent is the ideal time to clean out the temple of our own hearts and to offer to God proper divine worship by obeying His commandments. Today's first reading teaches us that the Ten Commandments are the basis of our religious and spiritual life. Instead of restricting our freedom, the commandments really help us to love and respect our God and our neighbour. The second reading reminds us that we must appreciate the divine foolishness of the crucified Christ and obey his commandment of love as an expression our own expression of divine worship the gospel gives us the dramatic account of jesus's cleansing the temple of his merchants and money changers followed by a prediction of his death and resurrection Dear friends, today's readings challenge us to keep our covenant agreement with Jesus Christ, just as the Israelites tried to keep the agreements of the Old Testament commandment with Yahweh by promising to obey the Ten Commandments. We become people of the New Commandment by loving others as Jesus did. A reading from the book of Exodus. God spoke all these words. He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no gods except me. You shall not make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything in heaven or on earth, beneath or in the waters under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, and I punish the father's fault in the sons, the grandsons and the great-grandsons of those who hate me. But I show kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not utter the name of the Lord your God, To misuse it, for the Lord will not leave unpunished the man who utters his name to misuse it. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. For six days you shall labour and do all your work, but the seventh day as a Sabbath for the Lord your God. You shall do no work that day, neither you, nor your son, nor your daughter nor your servants, men or women, nor your animals, nor the stranger who lives with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that these hold, but on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord has blessed the Sabbath day and made it sacred honour your father and your mother, so that you may have a long life in the land that the Lord your God has given to you. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbour. You shall not covet your neighbour's house you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his servant man or woman or his ox or his donkey or anything that is his. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You, Lord, have the message of eternal life. You, Lord, have the message of eternal life. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The rule of the Lord is to be trusted. It gives wisdom to the simple. You, Lord, have the message of eternal life. The precepts of the Lord are right. They gladden the heart. The command of the Lord is clear. It gives light to the eyes. You Lord have the message of eternal life the fear of the Lord is holy abiding forever the decrees of the Lord are truth and all of them just you Lord have the message of eternal life they are more to be desired than gold than the purest of gold and sweeter are they than honey than honey from the comb. You, Lord, have the message of eternal life. A reading from the first letter of Saint Paul to the Corinthians. While the Jews demand miracles and the Greeks look for wisdom, here are we preaching a crucified Christ to the Jews an obstacle that they cannot get over, to the pagans' madness, but to those who have been called, whether they are Jews or Greeks, a Christ who is the power and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will never die. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory be to you, O Lord. Just before the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem and in the temple he found people selling cattle and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting at their counters there. Making a whip out of some cord, he drove them all out of the temple, cattle and sheep as well, scattered the money changers' coins, knocked their tables over, and said to the pigeon sellers, Take all this out of here and stop turning my father's house into a market. Then his disciples remembered the words of Scripture Zeal for your house will devour me. The Jews intervened and said, What sign can you show us to justify what you have done? Jesus answered, Destroy this sanctuary and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews replied, It has taken 46 years to build this sanctuary. Are you going to raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the sanctuary that was his body. And when Jesus rose from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the words he had said. During his stay in Jerusalem for the Passover, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he gave. But Jesus knew them all and did not trust himself to them. He never needed evidence about any man. He could tell what a man had in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it is often said that the love of money is the root of all evil. Very often, when money is involved, people make serious compromises with their moral values. Thus, they will lie, cheat, steal and even take a life. If they can raise the bottom line of personal, corporate or community income, We can all remember instances where we have compromised our values, our responsibilities, our love of Christ, our duty as Christians because of money. And for all these, we ask God's mercy and pardon. Human nature has two conflicting characteristics. Part of us is good and noble. And the other part is broken and corrupt. Original sin damaged the beauty and the wholeness that God created us to possess. And whenever we choose the dark side, we add to the darkness of our fallen world. Fortunately, God would not be outdone by the devil, by Satan nor would he abandon his creation. A little over 4,000 years ago, God called Abraham. God established a people, especially chosen, from which a saviour would come. And today in the book of Exodus, we learn of the commandments God gave to that nation and subsequently to the world. What is significant is that there would never be discord or violence anywhere if everybody kept those commandments. And the very first is always to keep the Lord God foremost in our hearts and our lives. Furthermore, if God is always foremost, then the other commandments become easier to keep. However, because he knew that we would bend these commandments for self-service. God spelt things out. We are not to make idols out of our material things. This includes our homes, our wardrobe, our toys, our cell phones. We are not to have anyone do things for us that we are not to do ourselves. We are not to covet or desire forbidden things or already Committed people. Pornography, desire what we can't and shouldn't have, because desire leads to action, and action brings harm and death to our souls. Today, St. John tells us that Jesus attacked the stockmen and the money changers in the temple. They were not where they were supposed to be. They were also taking advantage of people's obligation to make certain sacrifices. Furthermore, the religious leaders looked the other way, probably for a kickback. God's house of prayer had indeed become a marketplace. The Gospel also tells us that Jesus didn't get taken in by his growing popularity. He knew that human nature was imperfect and weak people followed him because of the signs and miracles he worked and they had it all wrong about the kind of messiah he would be. Jesus knew that they would desert him when the gospel made its real demands upon them. They would desert him as they do now because they wanted an easy life in this world. They would not want or accept the hardships of a journey with the cross as the doorway to eternal life. This last consideration is what inspired St Paul's message in 1 Corinthians, which we heard today. The Jewish leadership wanted signs, but there would never be enough of those signs. The Gentile Greeks thought that wisdom answered every question and solved every problem. However, the Christian disciple must embrace a different sign and a different wisdom. It is the sign of the cross and the power of the resurrection. Unfortunately, most people in our world today do not have the faith to embrace these gospel realities. Money and the health, wealth and the power that money can buy is everything to them. Today, all kinds of moral realities have become devalued because they are commonplace and legal. People forget what God wants and commands. Thus, abortion, in vitro fertilisation, use of aborted stem cells, sex change operations, same-sex marriages are just some of the things that show how far we have strayed from God's plan and God's will. Brothers and sisters, our relationship with God must be that of a child to a a parent, one of mutual love, respect and a desire for the family's good, with no thought of personal loss or gain. We are not supposed to think of God as a cash machine into which we put our sacrifices and good deeds to get back his blessings. You and I get angry over all kinds of things, some of them exceedingly silly. Sinful human beings exploit religion just as they exploit everything else and for the same reasons, wealth, power, prestige. Jesus got angry when he saw people exploiting religion for their own gain. That's a little different from getting miffed Over a salad bar. Brothers and sisters, our present day vocation as Christian disciples is to survive the devalued world in which we live. So, let us pray for steadfastness, let us pray for courage, and may the wisdom of God and the foolishness of God be our guiding light and our salvation. Let us turn to the Lord with our prayers, asking for all we need to be faithful to the work of conversion, repenting of all that takes us away from God. For the whole church, that all who follow Christ may be a source of encouragement and strength for those seeking conversion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all those preparing to receive the sacraments that they may be fully open to God's grace and love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For governments and legislators that they may work to establish and protect the dignity and equality of women in society. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all God's people, that we will have the strength to be faithful to his commandments. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For our own parish communities, that for each one of us, this time of Lent may be a time of deepening conversion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all who are sick or suffering, lonely or bereaved, that the Lord will bring healing to the sick, comfort to the dying, conversion to sinners, and light to those experiencing darkness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all those who have died, our loved ones, and all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. May God have mercy on them and receive them into his eternal glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For our own intentions and the intentions of those who have asked us to pray for them, and for those who have no one to pray for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask Mary, our mother, and the mother of our Saviour, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God our Father, in charity, fasting and prayer, you've shown us a remedy for sin. Listen in love to our prayers and lift up our hearts with the assurance of your mercy. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let's continue, dear friends, to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for joining me today to listen to the word of God and to pray. Please keep supporting us, liking, sharing and subscribing to our channel. Let us finish like we began in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wish you a joyous and peaceful celebration of the third Sunday of Lent.